What is going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the channel. You are here. It's Saturday, January 14th, 2023. And we are back with another discussion. Guys, there's lots of things I'm working on. And there's lots of things that have been on my mind that I've been trying to put together. So I really was stuck on what I wanted to do today as a show or what I wanted to bring to you guys today. I was really stuck on that. I'm supposed to be doing uh, a podcast with two individuals. I don't want to say their name until I actually have them set. And we're supposed to be talking about the psychology of relationships. I was going to do that podcast today, but I decided not to go along and put that together. If that podcast comes to fruition, I will let you guys know. If not, we'll go along with another discussion. So today's podcast here today on Saturday, um, before I get started again, let me thank everyone who's checking out the podcast. Let me thank everyone who's subscribed to the YouTube channel. Let me thank everyone who is following Relationship Stuff 101 on Facebook. Let me thank everyone who's following on Instagram and Twitter. You guys are amazing. And with your continued listenership and your continued follows and support, Relationship Stuff 101 and the Purple Pill Perspective will become one of, if not the greatest Podcast and one of the greatest channels to touch the surface of social media. So I could I thank you for your continued support and your continued listenership and your follows. So what are we talking about today? I was having a conversation last night with my nephew, and we was talking about how he can come up with a way to introduce himself to women and how could he come up with a way to get the love that he's actually searching for. And what I explained to him was you might have to present yourself differently and you might have to present yourself with some of your assets that you have. You know, you might want to go out on a dating scene and have your car clean, you know, dress dress a certain way, go into a bar or club or a pub or anywhere and present yourself a certain way, change up your attitude, and then you should be able to acquire someone because you have now become what most women say they're looking for. A man with money, a man with a nice car, a man with his own apartment that's clean, and a man who takes care of himself, and a man who carries himself a certain way. When I thought about saying that to him, I I thought to myself, and as he's corrected me, he said, why do we have to do these things in order to acquire someone? Why can't we just be ourselves? Why, Why can't we just do something normal and that be enough. 
this is a conversation I've had with people for years. I haven't had it in that form with him, but back in 2002, 21 years ago, I had a similar conversation, excuse me, with a friend of mine. We were standing on a stoop, on a porch, we call it a stoop, and I'm conversing with him about how to talk to females and what's the correct things to say. And he's like, well, I've heard dudes say this, and I've heard dudes say that. Some of them things are not coming to me right now. And those things usually got the dude, the girl. That's usually what was, you know, said to her. Something, I mean, how was your day? Or you've been walking around in my mind all day. Y'all know all those cheesy pickup lines. And some of these things get the women. Or I've seen guys be really aggressive with women and calling them out of their names. And this would get the woman. So I said to him back then, it's not initially what you're saying, because a lot of women would know within the first couple of seconds of seeing you that they are attracted to you. They would know that. So initially, it's not what you're saying. It's not what you're doing. None of that really matters. That's what I was explaining to him. He said, well, if none of that really matters, why do people do it? And then they get the women. So I'm analyzing it, you know, as I'm going along and as I'm talking to him, and I'm thinking about it. So what I used to do back then, I used to actually uh, see a female walking down the street and I would basically put on a demonstration for him and show him that what I'm saying is true. And a lot of times it was just a simple word. So it was just a simple phrase or something like that that would help me acquire uh, said female. When I met my wife, my wife actually walked up to me. And, you know, a simple, you know, can, I, can can we get to know one another, exchange telephone numbers. And when we saw each other the second time, you know, that led on to me asking her for a date. And we went on about five or six dates that whole week. And different conversations about who I am, where I want to be, where I'm at, my, my dreams, my uh, admirations, and things about her was what the conversations was about. But initially, she came up to me, which means she was attracted to me. So anything that I said really didn't matter. You understand what I'm saying? It wouldn't matter what I said. She was already attracted to me. Now it's going off. How am I going to present myself? And how am I going to do the things to help her stay here now? See, I'm not getting off the subject. I just want to say this real quick. Even if you do come up with the greatest come on lines possible, you still have to have the greatest plan possible to back up those come on lines. So, yes, that may get you the woman, but may not help you keep her. So you have to work on both things. So that's initially why I'm making this podcast to say stop falling in love with assets. Stop falling in love with somebody's personality. You initially fall in love with them. Now, somebody would say, but their 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 assets <clears throat> and their personality is them. And, that, and that's what I'm here for. No, that's not what I'm talking about. If you fell in love with the fact that he's driving a Bugatti, what happens if he crashes it? Now he has to push a Toyota. If you fell in love with his personality, 
What happens if he goes mute and he can't talk no more? What happens if he falls into a state of depression and he's not that lively person that he used to be? What happens then? Then the statutes in which you've created your love starts to change. Now you no longer love him or you're in love with him because those assets that were there that kept you in love are gone now. A la my last podcast I just did, Love and Conditions. When love is created based on the conditions that you have set, those conditions, if they were to take a change, would decrease the love you initially feel for the person. Someone might say that's not initially true, but it is true because you created these love off of conditions. So assets are conditions. He has a nice house. He has a nice car. He has money. He works at a Fortune 500 country uh, company. Oh, let's let's throw in today's uh, conversations. He's a uh, how you say that a high value man. Blah blah blah. All of these different things are assets. Assets that women would look for, and the man would say, "This is what they want," and they want to be with this man because of that. But when this man's value drops, where is this woman going to be standing at? Will she still be standing beside him or is she going to go back out and start looking for somebody else to love now? Because initially, where is your love and your loyalty at if you are falling in love with these assets this man has? I don't understand the narrative that's being pushed around falling in love with assets. It's been going on for years. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. You got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. No romance without finance. That's been going on for years. For years. Nothing from nothing means nothing. You got to have something if you want to be with me. Whole life. Go listen to the song. That song came out back in the 90s. This has always been the thing with women. You have to have something if you want to be with me. Those women in the 90s who were listening to that song as little girls are now the mothers of most of your modern day women. Their aunts, their grandmothers, and Everyone else in the family that was a woman or a man has always pushed the narrative of being with a man who can provide for you, whether it's security or financial stability. Be with that man. And yes, when you say that, it, it feels great and it makes you feel wonderful and secure. But as a person, you should already have sustainability. You should have some type of financial situation going on for yourself as a person. That way you're not out there seeking somebody else's financial abilities or gains. Now, some people would say, you know, you, that's misconstrued what you're saying, because if I have a job, I need somebody that has a job. 
And I want somebody who has, who also has some assets as well. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like if you have nothing and you're looking for somebody with something, you should already have something. And you shouldn't bash that person for not having anything if you don't have anything. That's always bugged me out. It would be some people that have no job looking for a person with a job. So initially, the only thing you're bringing to that person is liability because they're, they're, they have to be liable for you because you're coming into their life without anything. So they now have to take care of you. But that's initially what I believe a lot of women uh, believe is being said. I got to come in broke, but he's supposed to take care of me anyway. No, as a human being, you're supposed to acquire some type of financial stability to sustain your life, to sustain things in your life, you know, uh, health care, dental care. Food, shelter, as you become an adult, all these things are supposed to be acquired from you as an adult. As an adult, you're supposed to already have these things. You're not supposed to be sitting on your keister and waiting for somebody to come lift you up, you know, like a, a, a knight in shining armor and become your prince and turn you into a princess you know, let's let's forget about the Cinderella story. As a person, you have to acquire, and some people won't like that. Well, what do you mean I have to acquire some assets? What do you, what what would a person mean? What do I mean? <laughs> what would a person mean by that? I'm not raising my daughters. To be without any assets. I don't expect no parent to raise their child to be without any assets before they acquire the person that they're going to love for the rest of their life, if they find that. I would expect any parent to teach their children to become the best versions of themselves and to acquire everything in an abundance that's out there in the world to acquire. I would expect any parent to tell their child that. Go out there and grab the world by the horns. Don't go out there and wait for somebody to present the horns to you and y'all grabbing them together. Don't do that. There's many different reasons why. You can imagine... The guy has gave you everything that you searched for. You came in with a penny. And then he treats you like crap. But see, you're banking on, well, I can get his money. And he turns me into, he turns me rich by me getting his money. Then we get the argument about um, signing a prenup and different things of that nature. If you came in with your own assets, you wouldn't have to worry about a prenup. Lazy people are going to be upset with this podcast because I'm supposed to be taken care of. You're right. 
But initially, what I'm saying is you should be taking care of yourself before somebody then comes in and helps you take care of yourself. Or take everything from you, which, you know, you still have some things, and then they just take the lead. But when they take the lead, you also have to be a great passenger. This is initially what made me think to myself, maybe I shouldn't tell him to change up who he is because a lot of people don't build themselves up to be great passengers. They just want to go along for the ride. So I tell him, don't chase the rabbit. See, the rabbit is quick. It's fast. And it gets to where it wants to get to in the nick of time. But slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady. Chase the turtle. Turtle is easier to catch. There's more sustainability when things are managed in a great manner. Not fast and quick in the nick of time. Unless you just unless you just in the stock market and you having a great, great <laughs> uh time out there on the floor and things are coming in quickly and the money's coming quickly. But what happens again when it slows down? That same love, that same admiration, that same feel, that same desire, that same admiration, the same same everything still needs to be there. It should not take on a decrease. Because initially, you're not looking for people to love them. You're looking to love their assets. I think I'm in that right there. That's a very strong and thought-provoking ending. You're not looking to love people for them. You're looking to love them for the assets. As I always end it, guys, hopefully that makes sense. And that's not like saying you guys are out of the loop. That's just <clears throat> hopefully it makes sense to you as I try to make it make sense and bring understanding as I always do. So with my understanding compared with your understanding, we can create a greater understanding. You've been checking out the podcast here today on Saturday, January 14th, 2023. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson, and we will speak to you in the next one. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you next time. Peace out.